It's time for the Retire ASAP podcast. Here's your host, Taylor Fike. Welcome to the Retire ASAP podcast, where our goal is to get you free from work as soon as possible. My name's Taylor Fike, and I'm really glad you're joining us this week. And wow, wow, wow. Wow, we have had a action-packed couple of weeks with all these different things following the COVID-19 um, outbreak and things of that nature. It's like two weeks ago, I think it was, it was uh, classified as a pandemic. Um, and then last week, a national emergency, uh, the the president had declared. And now we're in this midst of things, at least here in Ohio, where we're at, where things are shutting down, all the restaurants, the fitness centers, anything non-essential, they're shutting things down. Doctor's offices are encouraging you to stay home if you're healthy. No more routine checkups. Uh, only come to the doctor if you're sick and definitely try to stay away if you're healthy because you don't want to catch anything. There's just so much going on and there's so much uncertainty. And I know many of you are probably anxious about the stock market and what your investments are invested in because if we look across the board, it's around 30% down, maybe a little bit more in some areas, maybe a little bit less in others. But we're looking at, in a matter of four to six weeks, a complete shift in what the stock market had looked like. We were on this up and rise from last year. We've almost completely wiped out any returns that came a year ago or even two years ago. We're back down to numbers that we were seeing in 2016. And so this is a very anxiety-riddled time for our listeners, for our clients here at Fike Advisors. There's just so much going on. And I just want to sit here and I just want to say, I feel you. In our office, the way that things work is we're a fee-based advisor. So our uh, fees are based off the values of our clients' accounts. And so when our clients' accounts drop 15 20%, so does our revenue in our office. And that makes things a little scary for me and my family. But at the same time, we're trusting the process. And so I want to do I do want to give you a little bit of encouragement as we're kind of hearing a lot of the negative news and all the bad things going on out there. I really do believe we're going to get through this. Um, I don't think it's going to be without some sort of casualty, and I'm sure we're going to have very sad stories of uh, families across the nation who are devastated because they've lost their job or they can't afford the health care they need or someone that they love is uh, will pass away from this, and there's going to be terrible, terrible stories. But I do want to say that on the other side of this, there is going to be some greener grass. We are going to find ourselves in a place to where we will see your retirement come back. This is how the stock market works. I can't guarantee any sort of performance, but I can look back in history and see that regardless of what the stock market has done in the short term, long term, it's always performed. And so this may take six months. It may take a year. It may take a little bit longer for it to recover. It may be something similar to what we see in 2008. But I just wanted to touch on this topic and say that we're going to be okay. The stock market's going to be okay. What you need to focus on now is just taking care of your family, taking care of yourself, and making sure that you guys are staying as healthy as possible for as long as possible, because it seems like really the big scare from what I've been reading and understanding is they are saying we don't want to overwhelm our healthcare system. Uh, we don't want this virus to spread too fast. The reality is almost everybody will get this virus. It's just a matter of are we all going to get it all at once? Are we going to be able to spread this out over time so that our doctors and our hospitals are going to be able to contain uh, and help and give the care needed to the people who do have the virus at the time? So 
I'm supporting all the rules of following, of staying quarantined unless you have to get out of the house or if there's something that's a necessity. But at the same time, I just want to say that we're going to make it through this. As a nation, as a state, as a group of our clients in our office, we're going to get through this. We're going to get through it together, and we're going to find a way to recover from all this. It's not going to be fun. It's definitely a challenge but it is something that we are going to get to the other side of. So I want to put that out there because I know this is a hot topic right now. Fike Advisors is not closing their doors. We're not locking anybody out. We are still helping our clients. I've had many phone calls. I've had, uh, we've been doing a lot of paperwork through our office here in the last week or so. So this is nothing that's stopping us from doing the work that we need to do to help you retire. This just may be a bump in the road. And for those of you who are thinking about retiring this year, we may have to take a really close look at what your options are. And maybe it's something we have to put off for another year or another two years, who knows. But we will need to take a look at that stuff. And if you haven't talked to your financial advisor, because I know not all of our listeners are clients of ours. So if you haven't talked to your own personal financial advisor about a lot of this stuff, it might be time to give them a call and say, hey, six weeks or whatever it is when I'm done uh, quarantining and things have settled down a little bit, can we schedule an appointment and see where I landed in all this? The one thing I do know, and this is something that I've been reading a lot of just because of work, the money managers and uh, some of the hedge fund managers and guys that are talking out there, the thing that they are most worried about is uncertainty. And so that's the thing that this stock market's really running into. With all this volatility and things, it's coming because people just don't know what to expect. We're going day by day on this. We've never had anything that we can compare this to. And so when we're going day by day and looking at these things, when good news comes out, the market reacts positively, like uh, Tuesday of this week. Um, that would have been Tuesday the 17th. The market responded positively to some of the things that the government said that they were going to do. Um, today, which would be the 18th, not so much of a positive reaction. So you're going to get these knee-jerk reactions because we have so much uncertainty. I really do believe that once we find some certainty, we get you know a month, two months, three months out, we have an idea of what we're dealing with here. That's when the markets are going to smooth out. But in the meantime, we're going to experience a lot of volatility. And I'm going to encourage all of my listeners, whether you're a client or not, don't make emotional money decisions. Don't just decide to pull everything out because you're afraid of where the stock market's going. You really need to deeply consider where you're at. If we're doing a long-term plan with a client in our office, we are saying that we've built a portfolio for you that can handle volatility like this. Now, it's not going to be a fun experience. Just because we build a portfolio that can handle volatility doesn't mean you're not going to experience losses. It just means that it's built and designed for this. And I'm sure your advisor whoever you're working with, is doing the same thing for you. And if they're not, it might be time to look at changing advisors. But really, you need to be considering long-term goals. We're not deciding our retirement on the next two weeks or the next two months. We need to decide our retirement on the next five years, the next 10 years. For those of you who are already retired and drawing income, you're not going to draw all your money out in the next year or two. You need to really be considering, what do I need to do to position myself for the next 5, 10, 15, 20 years of my retirement? I can't be making an emotional decision that's going to blow up my entire retirement plan. That can be very dangerous. There's people from 2008, back in 2008, who made emotional decisions and are damaged financially because of it. Don't be caught making an emotional decision. Talk to your advisor, make a logical decision, look at the numbers, look at the history, and then be patient. Stay the course, follow the plan. I know not all the time we can't stick to it to a T, but for the most part, we can stay as close as possible to the plan without making big emotional 
180s and turning everything around. So I say these things as an encouragement because I know there's a lot of people with anxiety right now. So wherever you're at, if you have questions about this stuff, feel free to call our office. I'd be happy to walk you through any questions that you might have as to all this stuff. Our phone number is 330-264-1100. You can always call, chat with us, and we can talk about what your options are. But in the meantime, we have a pre-recorded episode for you. I did a episode with Brad. He uh, is not in the office this week, so I wanted to do an episode with him while he was gone. So we pre-recorded it. We're still talking about our tax series. So tune in for the rest of the episode here as we go through and talk about all that stuff. But really, what I want you to know is that things are going to be okay. We're all going to be okay. We're going to have challenges. There's going to be things that we're facing. But this is not the end of the world, um, at least not currently. And so we need to plan accordingly, especially with our finances. We need to make sure that we are planning that things will go on beyond. So if you do have questions about any of that stuff, definitely contact us. In the meantime, uh, just my little disclaimer that we always do. We are not financial advisors or tax advisors or legal advisors on this podcast. We're just giving you some helpful education tips and hints and things of that nature that we've learned. If you want to get actual financial advice from us, if you're looking to get something that is personalized to you, give us a call. Schedule an appointment. What we're talking about here on this podcast is a very general 10,000-foot view. May not exactly apply to you, but applies to most situations. So this is something where you need to think about, do I need to follow this advice or not? Do I need to talk to my own advisor before I do anything? The answer is yes. Talk to an advisor before you make any decisions based off of this podcast. So without further ado, here's our interview with Brad on taxes. So Brad, I have you here. Uh, we are doing a little bit different style to our podcast today. I get to interview you because you're not technically here when our listeners are listening to this. Oh boy, uh, it should be really interesting with the answers you get. I'm yeah, probably. I'm pretty sure that in our last episode you had torn your hamstring from that yoga stretch and I think you're in the yeah. rehab facility for your hamstring is what the, you had said, but it's weird because I just got a bill from the rehab facility saying that it's Sarasota, Florida. Is that where you're getting your rehab for yoga? Well, you know, if you got to get rehab why not go somewhere where it's very comfortable? And the uh, the quartz sand beach of Siesta Key is just phenomenal. It's really, really good on my hamstring. In fact, I started doing some yoga down there again. Oh, boy. Um, and I'm trying to uh, make sure that I don't have anybody see me doing it because it's a little embarrassing, you know. But uh, <laughs> but my hamstring's getting much better down here in this heat and this warm sand and the, I should say cool sand because it's quartz. It stays very cool but very relaxing. And I should be here for a couple more weeks. Oh, boy. I'm sure. I'm sure you're just living it up down there. Well, I wanted to pre-record this episode just a little bit because I think uh, it helps with our listeners that we can stay on the every other week process and since you won't technically be here in a couple of weeks when this episode releases I wanted to ask you a few questions because this is something that's a little bit more in your ballpark so as I talked about in the intro we're talking about tax planning and specifically today we're going to talk about when is it that you need to hire 
hire somebody to help you with your tax planning? Because I think this is a topic, I remember seeing one of my friends tweet about this. He's a CPA, so I guess it makes sense that he would tweet about this. But basically saying, um, talking about how important it is to hire a professional to do your taxes, because if you don't, there's a lot of legal ramifications that happen in the tax world. They don't take it easy on you out there. So he, he's kind of the guy who's saying, you know, hire me because I want to help you not go to jail. But in some cases, though, you don't really need a CPA, uh, depending on your tax situation. So I guess my question to you, with all of your wisdom, my question to you is, when is it time? When is it time to get yourself a CPA? Or when is it okay to use like a TurboTax or an online H&R Block or something like that? Let's let that sink in because, you know, there's many, many layers of wisdom that it's going to get to till it finds that in my brain computer. Oh, boy. Uh, it's finally coming out now. So I think we got an answer. Computing. To that. I, I can hear, I Computing. can see the steam coming oh. out of his ears as all the work's being done in there. <laughs> you know it. Uh, okay. So basically, I look at three levels of tax preparers, planners, however you want to call it. In that arena, there is your online taxes, online, which there's multiple online services, and some of them are free. You got to pay maybe to send the state tax in, but uh, Fed's usually free. And then, uh, then you have your traditional tax preparer that may not be licensed per se. They might be licensed to do taxes in a certain state or certain forms, but they're not like a academic acclaimed uh, tax preparer. And then you have your CPAs. So it really is three levels. So in most cases, the younger crowd in your crowd, if you have a simple situation where I'm working, uh, my wife and I, or if I'm single or whoever, uh, I have a W-2 income, and I am taking the standard deduction because I don't have a lot of expenses. I may have a mortgage debt. In most cases, that interest is not going to get you to the standard deduction. And I don't have a lot of other investments other than my 401k at work. I might have a Roth through hopefully us, something like that, right. which is not a taxable situation uh, in most cases. And so it's very simple. You can do those online, and I highly recommend it for people that are just doing simple stuff. When you know it's time to go to the next level, if you own various different assets, and that would be hard assets, which would be buildings or uh, real estate properties, um, if you have various different investment accounts and weird types of investments, alternative stuff, whether you're going to have a lot of capital gains and dividends to deal with each year. If you're buying and selling stuff, these are things that probably are going to take it to the next level. The online machines are pretty good. I mean, they'll ask you all these questions, but it, it gets somewhat difficult of, of understanding exactly what they mean by that. So I would go to a tax repair at minimum. And that tax preparer would be someone who does taxes and uh, they have an actual business doing that, been doing it for a while, understand the tax codes and know how to utilize the softwares available. So that could be someone like a, you know, I, I think the local one around here is an H&R Block. There's one of those around the corner or an individual tax preparer. They may not be a certified public accountant, a CPA, but they may have enough experience to where they're saying, look, I know what's up to date. I know what's going on. So you're saying that would right. be that kind of person. Okay. Yes, right. And then if you go to the next level, if your stuff's really complicated, I highly recommend if you're especially business owners, 
uh, more complicated, uh, structured uh, buying and selling of items. If you're dealing with a lot of real estate, if you're dealing with a lot of uh, securities, but mostly self-employed people, if you have ownership in some kind of a business, maybe a partnership, things of that sort, I would highly recommend a CPA. Now, keep in mind, as we go up those ladders, the costs go up. Right. Online uh, tax service is very cheap, as I said, almost free in most cases. And then you get to a tax preparer. You know, around here, you're talking probably uh, 150 to 250 buck range. You get to a CPA, you're probably talking 350 on up, depending on what your situation is. And right. so, but one of the things is that you're going to get a very very safe experience if you're using a CPA because they're going to back what they do. Right. And so if you get an IRS audit, uh, it's always a good time because I have experienced that. And, um, and I've not ever gone to jail, by the way. In fact, I've never really had to pay in from that's a, that's Actually, they owed me money one time. So uh, it's That's always an audit fun. that I'm looking for. Give oh, me an audit where they end up owing me something. I'd rather not even go through it. If, that, <laughs> if I could just escape it, period, it would be fun. So the CPA will back you in that audit where you may not get that from anybody else. So there is benefits to that. Yeah, I think uh, the other thing that you uh, had mentioned before we started this recording is talking about inheritances too. Sometimes uh, there's a lot of complexity that comes when you inherit money from mom, dad, grandma, grandpa. When that comes through, it may be a time to that year your taxes change depending on how those assets, and we talked about this in previous episodes, how those were organized. Maybe you have an extra tax bill because you inherited an IRA from grandpa or something. So Good point. That is a time where you may want to have a tax repair or CPA involved in that one. And it does matter uh, what kind of situation you're in, because I used TurboTax. When I first started working here, I was a W-2 employee under you, and so I used TurboTax for that, for all of what I did and all of what my wife Tori did, and it was simple. I mean, there wasn't much to it. Click, 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 done. I just did TurboTax, uh, and boy, we should get sponsored by TurboTax for as much as I just said that in this wow, episode. I but, guess. I'm get on the phone So right if you're now. a TurboTax uh, person that does all the marketing stuff, just let me know. You can reach out to me. I'd be happy to throw a TurboTax ad in on here, but I just used it for Adriana, uh, helped her through through her first tax filing uh, as a individual. And so just there's different things that come along with that, that it's very simple for younger people to get into that. But like you say, when it starts getting to the complex stuff, whether it's real estate or those things, you really need help because there's so, so many things that can go wrong there. And I think when we look at taxes, and I kind of mentioned this earlier, it's a legal thing. It becomes a real issue. I, I remember talking to one of my buddies who he said he did taxes with one guy and ended up owing the IRS like 20 something thousand dollars uh, because he didn't have his taxes figured out throughout the years he was running his business. He gets in with a CPA uh, firm that does this taxes for him now. And it was amazing the difference. You know, the, the following year, the CPA had given him some actual advice and proactive advice that he ended up saving money. I think he got a couple thousand back the following year. Now that went straight into paying his back taxes that he didn't calculate before. But just the, the little bit of advice and the amount of money that he saved by working with a CPA. CPA versus what he paid the CPA, completely worth it. So I agree. And I, I, I think the, um, and beside the CPA, there is attorneys that specialize in taxes. So right. I don't want to take that away either because uh, they'll back you in most cases as well. But, um, yeah, I, I think it's worth hiring a professional and paying a little bit more for it. But again, if it's really simple stuff, you're taking a standard deduction, you got W-2 income, you own your house, 
couple cars and that's about it uh, there's no reason to to even go any further than online right and uh so yeah i think that's pretty much how i would judge it in any case if you have a financial advisor i mean we have people come in here all the time and go what do i do should i go see who so feel free to ask your financial advisor uh, some financial advisory firms have tax people in them we do not we have connections where we refer people but we know enough to be dangerous and where to send somebody based on uh, whatever that discussion might lead to so uh, feel free if uh, you're a client to reach out to us and if not reach out to your financial advisor sometimes that's a great place to start all the advisors that i know that i've talked to they have a list of people that they refer out to when it comes to that and like you said for us we have a list of people for different situations. If it's something where we know that this person needs a cheaper access to some sort of tax planning, we know who to send them there. If they need a very in-depth uh, tax analysis, we send them a different direction. You know, there's different ways to go on that depending on your scenario. So you definitely could ask your advisor on that one. We talk a lot about anxiety around retirement on this podcast. A ton about it. There's so much anxiety out there. Over half of Americans wonder if they're ever going to be able to retire. I'm going to ask you three questions, and you don't have to answer them to me out loud because you're listening to a recording, but I'm going to ask you three questions. Do you have enough to retire? When is it that you're going to retire? And how exactly are you going to go about doing it? If you don't have an answer to all three of those questions, you probably have some sort of anxiety or you've just given up hope completely on any sort of retirement. Here's what I want to do. I want to offer you an opportunity to get away from all of that, to get those questions answered. And that is our free Retire ASAP Toolkit. That's right. I said free. We even mail it to you. We ship it to you for free. You don't pay a dollar. It gets to your house. This kit has all kinds of stuff in it. It has a book talks about how to overcome hurdles on your way to retirement. We have a checklist, the things that you may need to check the box on to make sure that you have everything organized for your retirement. We also have an audio CD in there that gives you some interesting strategies and ways to look at retirement for you. If you're interested in this Retire ASAP Toolkit, all you got to do is click below. There's going to be a link if you're on desktop listening to this. If you're not on your desktop listening to this, you can go to fikeadvisors.com. And there will be a link on our website for you to sign up for your free toolkit. All you have to do is put in your name, your email address, and your actual address so we can mail this thing to you completely free of charge. That is our Retire ASAP Toolkit. You can get it at bikeadvisors.com. Or if you're on desktop, you can click the link below. So I have another question for you, though. Okay. So let's say we do have someone who has a complicated tax situation and they need to hire someone, whether it's a tax preparer or a CPA. How do you know who to hire? Obviously, if you ask your advisor, they can send you one way or the other. But what kind of questions should they be asking the CPA? How do they know if they're a good CPA or if they're you know, someone that maybe you don't want to work with? What do you do in these types of situations? So a lot of times we, uh, we like the referral system. Uh, for instance, one of my favorite places is uh, where I highly recommend is you go to the firm Dewey, Cheatham, and Howe. It's a great place. It's a great way to uh, work the system. Now, there is a caveat with that. There could potentially be jail time at the end of that scene, but it is a great place to start. Dewey, Cheatham, and Howe. I've never heard that one before. Yeah, I, they, it, they're very popular. I can only imagine. I'm sure all the people in prison are, that, that have gotten in trouble for tax fraud, they probably use them. I'm pretty sure that's where it started, hmm. really. I mean, that's where they work out Dewey of. That's Cheatham. their main office. <laughs> 
uh, we'll, we'll link to their website in the show notes below. Yes, we'll work on that later. But right now, let's uh, <laughs> let's go to the real uh, firms that uh, probably are more realistically yeah, so, going to keep you out of jail. So how do you know? Like, if you're talking to a CPA there, what questions do you ask? How do you know what kind of situation you're getting into? Are they a good person or what? Well, I think from an outsider point of view here is that, and I try to pass this on to clients, is you want to look for a proactive tax person. Now, whether it's a tax preparer or if it's a CPA or if it's a a lawyer that works in the tax arena, try to make sure that you quiz them and ask them right up front, are you proactive or reactive? There's two pieces of that puzzle. Proactive means they're going to make suggestions to you all year long or during the time that you're meeting with them, as opposed to reactive, which says, bring your documents in, we'll prepare your taxes, send them in, and that's it. That's a reactive tax person. Or those CPAs and attorneys that are into that level or tax preparer are ones that unless you ask a question, they don't help you with it. So reactive versus proactive is the first thing you need to look for. I just had this conversation with somebody they were in. They said, who do you recommend for tax stuff? And I said, what are you looking for? And they said, well, we like our tax person now. The problem is, is that we bring stuff up to him and he goes, oh yeah, let's do that. And then I always wonder if we keep bringing this stuff up, he's obviously going to do it. But what happens if we miss something? What if there's something out there that we don't know about? Is he even looking into it? And that's the reactive side. It's great that, you know, if you bring something up that he goes, oh, yeah, that fits. But the problem is, is like, shouldn't, as the tax professional, shouldn't he be the one bringing this stuff up to me? And I think when you're looking for someone in this scenario where you're paying them, pretty good money per hour, right? You're paying them on an hourly rate or you're paying them for a full tax plan and that could be a really expensive venture. You should be getting the best you can out of it. And a proactive CPA or accountant or attorney or whoever it is, they're going to be the person that looks at your stuff and go, hey, have you ever thought about trying this? You go, well, I've never even heard of that. That's the kind of person you want in the room because they're going to be able to help you legally, you know, within the law, get the best bang for your buck when it comes to taxes. Yeah, and I think also financial advisors are a great place to start as well because, you know, we're we're working with your finance side of it. And so we're looking at your, we may not know the tax implications of certain things, but we know what type of financial accounts work in certain ways. And usually we'll make some suggestions and then we'll suggest highly that you go talk to your tax person to reconfirm whether this makes sense or not for you. So even before you get to the reactive proactive, you go, where do I even start before I get to that point? And that is the referral basis. Right. And uh, unlike Dewey, Cheatham and Howell, there's some really great firms out there that will keep you out of jail. So I always tell people, we have a referral system. We have some people that we can refer you to. Your financial advisor probably does too. Your attorney probably has uh, some tax person they can refer to. Or if you have friends that have similar situations that you might have, or people that have gone through similar things that you have gone through, those kind of uh, people may be able to refer you to their person. But when you're talking to them and go, hey, who do you have do your taxes? Ask them if they're proactive or reactive. And if they go, well, what's that mean? Well, proactive is going to help make create ideas. Reactive is just going to answer my questions or help me once I come up with the idea. Right. And that's huge because I think that makes the biggest difference in all that stuff. And so, 
kind of just to wrap up some of this stuff with this tax conversation, this tax planning series, the big thing to pull out of this is one, you know, when you're looking for a tax preparer CPA, make sure it's a complicated situation that it merits the extra cost of having them. That's not always the case. If you have a simple situation, you can probably do some of the stuff for free online. Um, but as soon as things start getting a little complicated and you have a question you don't have an answer to, you might want to hire a professional to help you answer that. And then the second piece of it, make sure it's a proactive professional. Make sure it's someone who knows what they're doing and they're making quality suggestions to you, things that you couldn't have figured out on your own, things that you really are getting your money's worth out of the cost for something like that. And the best way to find those types of people is to ask around. Ask your financial advisor, ask your friends and family, who do you use, what's your experience been, and just make sure that you're keeping up to date with that. If you do have a financial advisor that you work with and you're meeting with them on an annual basis, you may have years where you are using a professional and years where you don't need a professional. You know, it, there yeah. could be a year where it's like, okay, this is a goofy year. I sold my house, you know, I sold some investments, I I bought a rental property, whatever it is. Like there's something that happens that's different this year versus other years. You may not always need to have a CPA long term. You may just need one for a special situation. I got an inheritance this year. I don't know what to do with it. So make sure that if you do have a financial advisor that you trust, maybe it's a matter of asking them and saying, okay, do you think I need help this year? Or can I figure it out on my own? Or do you think I'm going to need help next year? Whatever it is, so that you hopefully have a proactive financial advisor that's able to help you with those types of situations too. Yeah, I agree. So with that being said, that wraps up our tax planning series. That was an exciting one. I feel like everyone was on the edge of their seat as we talked about taxes. Most exciting day ever. Oh, yeah. You know, maybe that's another piece. Find a proactive CPA or tax repairer, but also find one with a sense of humor. Oh, they're out there. It's it's amazing. You, you don't think much it, more fun having somebody that's having fun. You want someone who knows their numbers and can crunch them, but also has a little bedside manner when they're you know delivering that final bill to you. That hey, you owe the IRS lots of money. Hey, you know why we were just talking here? I just got a mail delivery. A mail delivery? Oh yeah, no! It's a, oh it's no! A certified piece of mail, and uh, I just opened it while you were talking there, and it mentions uh, since I'm a client of Dewey, Cheatham, and Howe. <laughs> I have been summoned to court. Wow. I don't know if I'll be able to make it to Florida or not. I'm going to try to get down there. So could we just kind of act like I'm going to Clearwater, Florida and not Siesta Key right now? So sure. they, don't, they don't know where I'm at. Yeah. So if uh, the IRS is listening to this podcast, Brad's in Clearwater, Florida, not Siesta Key. In don't rehab. look there. In yeah. rehab. In- so look at the rehab centers, not the beaches. Right. Physical rehab, not the other kind of rehab. Exactly. I mean, he does have some mental issues, but definitely not that hey kind of rehab. Now. <laughs> He's, he's rehabbing his hamstring now. So you're going to be doing some more yoga on the beach. Is that what you're telling me? Yeah, because I think once I get down there, my hamstring's probably going to be 100%. Well, and maybe this yoga will be able to, you know, take care of some of the stress that you're going to have about Dewey Heatham and, Ch- and, and how. Yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah, you mean the, at Clearwater Beach, yes. At Clearwater, I, yeah, not at CSQ. I, I fully intend to be 100% when I get back, and I'll probably have my attorneys have all this resolved because uh you know their names are um very well known oh. for their ability to keep people out of jail i mean <clears throat> did i say out of jail well let's let's just end that subject we'll, we'll just we'll just end that right there so i may have a new co-host here for our next episode we'll see how the uh, court summons ends up there but 
Anyway, to wrap things up here, just so you know, if you don't have a financial advisor, you're welcome to check us out. If you're on our website listening to this podcast, you can click the Schedule Now button. It's in the top right corner of your screen. If you're listening on iTunes or on Spotify or on another podcast outlet, you can always go to our website. It's www.fikeadvisors.com. If you want to listen to the podcast, it's backslash podcast. But if you want to schedule with us, you can always click in the top right corner of our website. Go straight to our calendar. Our first meeting with anybody if they have questions on stuff financially, whether it's retirement, whether it's investment planning, our first meeting is always free. So schedule that with us. We can do it by phone. We can do it uh, in our office. Uh, Just let us know on that. We'd be happy to sit down and help you through stuff because you don't need to have that anxiety. You can actually have some planning done that can give you some clarity to a lot of the questions you have financially. So check out our website and schedule a time with us. And in the meantime, we are working on another episode uh, coming up here at the beginning of April. And that episode is going to be about the SECURE Act. So if you have had questions about it, it just started January 1st. There's lots of new information that comes along with it. We are going to be doing a SECURE Act episode coming up here the first week of April. So stay tuned for that. And in the meantime, have a great rest of your week. Investment advisory services provided by Fike Advisors, LLC. Information provided is for informational purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Please consult a professional before taking any action. Information is obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed.